All right, guys, what's up? Good morning. How you doing? Hope you're having a wonderful morning. I know I am, and it's going to be a great day today. And uh, I'm expecting, I'm expecting God to move in a special, blessed way. Hey, we're going to discuss this morning as we wrap up. We had a series for a couple of days on sticks and stones, and we're going to stay along that channel today. But we're going to dive in a little deeper, and we're going to touch on on uh, a little bit of a different twist, but it's going to be finishing up the thought, right? We're still thinking this. I can't quite let go of the speaking life. And we're going to, uh, I preached a sermon <clears throat> based on this and uh, we're going to bring some of the notes in and some, we're going to get a little, little deeper. We're going to talk about seeds. We're going to talk about, um, you know, your words and my words and how they are seeds. And we're going to discuss some pretty cool things about seeds. And I think it's going to, I think it's going to open up our thinking a little bit. But speaking life over a fruitless season, speaking life over a fruitless season, um, you know, I, I start by just in my mind when I say that uh, we've talked about this numerous times um, on the show. It's just one of these things that I constantly reference. <clears throat> but when I think of the Chinese bamboo tree and how there's just so much, there's just so much process and most of the process seemingly is fruitless you know um or you know and, and um and it is i mean it, it is really i mean fruit it, it, it is fruitless to the eye it's fruitless to the um to the surface but there's so much going on underneath and um and you can choose to you can choose to walk by what you see or you can choose to do what the word of god says and that it clearly it flips that on his ear and says to walk by faith not by sight and, you know, I think that it's interesting because uh, as a believer, you know, there's so many times I remind myself and it, and it has to be remind myself because it normally is not the, it's not the natural way you go. And I've gone down the natural way, which is to walk by sight so many times. I mean, it, virtually every time, you know, you begin to walk down that site, down that path and then reminding myself constantly of that scripture. We walk by faith, not by sight. And I think so much can be accomplished and so much can be um avoided if we just really embed that scripture and that what it really means have it in front of us somewhere walk by faith not by sight not what you see but by what, what the word of god says and uh but yet constantly constantly we walk by what we see constantly we see it because you know we we want it fast we want it now and i'm also thinking of a you know and i've said this before on the show but these are just a couple of things that just kind of get in them out of the way to kind of set some word some word pictures of speaking life over a fruitless season, you know, photographer, you know, when they, when they look through the lens, <clears throat> that's why we love these so much. Right. And there's, but there's still a lot of editing. I mean, think of somebody that you follow on Instagram, you guys that, you know, that, that follow Instagram and that, that doesn't, that doesn't put filters on their stuff, you know I mean? So even, even with what you see here that you get an instantaneous, you know, result, so to speak, it's really not because to make it look the way you want it to look, you know, you and I, right, you know, we put filters on it and that takes time. And then, you know, you can do a cheesy, cheap filter really quick and what have you. And it looks that way. Or you can have someone like you guys that are really good editing things and, you know, and, and, and putting, you know, putting the right frame work on it. So, but a photographer of old, you know, um, <clears throat> there's a dark room and they, <clears throat> they look through a lens and they see they see what they what the finished product's going to look like because i mean reality is you're looking in your with your eyeballs right i mean it doesn't get any better than that god created the best 
filtering system. We're looking through our eyeballs and we're looking at, a, at, the, at the picture and we'll go, man, that'd make a great picture. Snap. And then, you know, they would take the film and then it would have to be developed. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in that developing process, I mean, developed. I mean, that's what we're being doing, right? Develop, develop us, Lord. Develop us into who you want us to be. Develop me, you know, this pro- develop me in this process. You know, develop my life. Develop my destiny. You know, uh, we're talking about that. But when we speak life over a fruitless season, sometimes we have to remember what the initial picture and initial vision look like and what the initial um, outcome is going to be. But the process is a developing process. And they would go into the dark room. And here's the thing. They remove the negatives. So you have to remove the negatives in your process. So speaking life over a fruitless season, I mean, really, there's some practical things that you can really relate to in our life, like removing negatives, you know out of the situation because look here's the reality there's a voice all around you speaking negatives there's a there's a reason why you can't coming from voices all over the place i mean you even find those voices as we discussed in the last few days close to you right so speak life over a fruitless season and you know we, we've talked about proverbs eighteen twenty one a lot which is death and life's in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit but the verse before that eighteen twenty. It's pretty cool. This is a King James, so you know you may. And this is just the version we pulled up here. It says a man's a man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Right. And I look at the word increase, <clears throat> income, produce, right, fruit, revenue. We're talking about, and with the increase of his lips. So with the fruit of his lips, with the revenue of his lips. You know, and, and, and you know, uh, he shall be filled. What, 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 what revenue is your lips producing? You know, what, you know, what you, you, you do, you invest to get a return, right? You, you, you work and you have a revenue. What's your revenue stream? So you're, you're, you speak life, you speak death, you speak over a season, you speak what you see, you speak what you believe, whatever. And then you have a revenue, right? So we have an increase and that's how we're going to eat. And live, you know, in, in mouth is, is speech, appointment, command, word. So we, we look at it in the, in the message, Proverbs 18, 21, words kill, words give life. They either uh, poison or they're either poison or fruit you choose. So the power of life and death. And we, we discussed that right extensively. And then, you know, just because I want to say this, I, I think I said it the other day, but I want to remind you of this. Just because you're speaking death or not speaking death doesn't mean you're speaking life. You know what I mean? Just because you're not speaking death doesn't mean you're not that, that you're speaking life, right? All all of them bear fruit. And you know, and and so I want to I want to really hit on that, you know, and as we as we move forward, all bear fruit. Speaking death bears fruit, speaking life bears fruit, speaking nothing bears fruit. So there're many listening and watching that you know, uh find yourself in a fruitless season. And all that means, by the way, all that means is you haven't arrived yet. And all that means is that you're in a process. And then, so, so the reality is learning how to speak life when you don't feel it is just part of the, part of the deal, right? That's just like, you know, I need to, I'm either going to choose to speak life, choose to speak death. I'm going to choose to get up and, and, you know, and, and put my left foot and right from my right foot. And I'm going to choose to move and do things. But the, but the big part of the, the deal is what are you going to do on a daily basis <clears throat> when you get three months into the journey? And you're not where you want to be. The fruit's not coming in yet, which is which is going to happen. Or it's not coming in fast enough. It's not at the pace that you want it to be at. It doesn't look like the finished product yet. And it should be looking like the finished product more than it does. Right. So we're going to be we're going to be faced with the decision of how we're going to speak. 
There are going to be times, I'm just going to tell you, there's going to be times when you do not speak life, right? And we need to recover from that. But my question to you is this, you know, um, you're going through that and you find yourself in a fruitless season. What are you going to speak? Fruitless season. Listen to this. You feel useless. You feel unproductive. You're without results, right? You're with, you're, you're without success. You, you're bearing no fruit in the old Testament or like in the word, in the Bible, they would, they would use the word barren, right? You're, you're barren. All right. So I want to encourage you with the word of God. That's what I'm here to do. Right. I want to encourage you with the word of God. And I want to remind you that when you begin speaking life, your words, and this is what I want to kind of focus on today. Your words are seeds that are being sown and there will be a harvest. Now, come on now. All right, so let's look at the word seed for a second. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna delve into this a little bit. I think it's going to be good for you guys. I think it's, it's good for me, and I really, really was encouraged by this when I restarted re-looking into it. So seed in the Greek, right, is spiro, all right, S-P-E-I-R-O, spiro. All right, the definition, that which is sown, that's a seed, that which is sown. So, all right, so from which a plant germinates, this is the definition here, right, a, prop, a properly, the seed, the grain, the kernel that uh, w- which contains within itself the germ of the future plant the you you have an oak tree vision but all you have is an acorn right you've got a you've got a you, you've got a you've got a fruit tree apple bearing vision but all you have is a seed i was just eating a, a apples from a protein box in starbucks in my office and you know they're just that you know usually just chew them chew them up and i bit it and i guess it had a couple of seeds in it and i knew and I spit it out. It's funny that we're doing this. And I spit it out. I'm like, well, that's a, that's a couple of seeds inside this apple slice that's supposed to, I guess, already have those removed. And, you know, I was reminded, ironically, this morning, <clears throat> right, a seed. It, it, it carries that apple that I'm enjoying started out as a seed. So we're talking about seeds, right? Germinate. This is, let me give you the definition. I'm a definition guy. Let me give you the definition of the word germinate, right? When a seed begins to grow and puts out shoots after a period of dormancy. So there's a period, even with the apple tree, even with the oak tree, even with whatever produce and fruit or trees that you grow, right? There's a period of dormancy. There's a period of time where on purpose, right? Because God created it that way, there is a period where it looks like it's dead. It looks like nothing is happening. It, it, it's fruitless, it's alive. It's growing. It's it's moving. But it's fruitless. I mean, come on, I'm speaking to someone today, right? I mean, come on, this is we're, we're we we've been here before, right? A seed is basically a copy of the plant it came from. I want you to hear that again. A seed is basically a copy of the plant that it came from. So if God if God gave you that word in your heart. I love this because it all comes from, look, if you're just speaking stuff based on like, you know, life and, you know, and you don't know the Lord, man, I'm going to tell you, I've had a life not knowing the Lord. And then I've had a life knowing the Lord. And when you, when you know God, purpose is alive and real. I, I can't imagine living without knowing him, right? And after I've, after I've known him, but Hebrews is what it's all about when he says that he's the author and the finisher of your faith. So a seed is basically a copy of the plant that it came from, right? Genetically, it has all the information inside of it, inside the seed, right? Needed to grow into a complete plant. 
Sam, you do me a favor on my counter in my ba- in my kitchen, in my uh, office. There's a thing of mustard. You got it. There's a thing of mustard seeds. Just bring. I was going to bring this with me in here today. I have them. I have them, and I want to talk about them in a minute. So a seed is a copy of the plant it came from genetically. It has all the information needed to grow into a complete plant. So everything that's needed is in that seed. So when God when God put it in your heart, in the, I, you got to hear this today. When God put it in your heart in the first place. When God placed it in your heart to begin with, he, he did it, by the way. He's the author. He's the author. But sometimes we, sometimes, you know, we, we get that vision. We take that picture, right, like the photographer of old did. We see, we see the vision. Where we, 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 we take the snapshot. We see what it can be. We get all excited about it, as we should. And then we say, man, I'm so excited because this is what God's called me to do. And then because we see it, thank you, because we see it and because we, and because we, uh, uh, you know, uh, feel it and because, you know, it's, 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 it happens at a moment of, of a climatic moment, you know, we're, someone's praying with us or breakthrough happens because that happens. We, we feel like tomorrow you know, we're, we're going to begin to walk. We, we feel like it's like, okay, because I got this and I know this, I'm going to walk in this tomorrow. Like I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be walking right on into this tomorrow. And there, there the masses are going to be, and that's where all the growth's going to be. But then we walk into this thing called process because it's a seed. God placed the word, the seed in our heart, right? But the seed, you got to understand, came from the source. Come on, man. That'll preach. The seed that's something you need that's something you need to write down. The seed came from the source. The seed came from the source. So it is a seed, but it's not just a seed. Everything in that seed, it's a copy of the plant. It's a, so you don't you have to understand something. You are a seed of God. God said when he created things, he said, "Hey, grass, create animals. Sky, create birds. Let birds come from the sky." Then he said what? He said water create fish. He created sky. Then he created birds and said, Hey, all the flying things come out of the sky. He created the earth. Hey, earth produce cattle and all the animals that walk on it. Then he said, okay, waters, let me produce water. Let me create water. Then he said, water produce fish. All the fish started coming out of the water. But then he said, okay, when it's time to make man, he looked at Jesus and he looked at the Holy spirit. Come on. How many know there's three in one? And he said, Hey, let's make man in our image. So the seed, so you're a seed of God. You're a seed of God. And a seed is a copy of the plant that it comes from. So he's the author of your faith. He's the author of your destiny. The seed came from the source. Your seed came from the source. So everything you need is inside of there. But yet you think, okay, I I got this and I'm ready to conquer the world. And then tomorrow comes and you walk into process. Under the right conditions, right? This little package, this seed will grow and develop into into a, to the plant that it was designed to be. It has to have the proper food, the proper shelter, right? The proper nourishment. So listen to this, Isaiah 55, 11. I love this. It says, so will my word be, which goes out of my mouth. This is God talking, okay? Now, he, this is God speaking and proving to you and I that our words are seed. So will, so will my word be, which goes out of my mouth. Remember the definition of mouth right? The definition of mouth is, is an appointment, is a command. He's, he said an appointment with his words. He said, he said, Hey, let there be light. And then there was an appointment. The secretary of light wrote down the appointment and said at this time, let it be decreed that God said, boom. And it's a command. So he said, so will my word be that goes out of my mouth. It will not listen, return to me void, or that means useless 
or without results. So God said, my word will not return to me useless without results or void, without accomplishing what I desire and without, without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. God said, my word is a seed and in that seed is everything that's needed to bring that vision to fruition, a seed. So a, <clears throat> a seed with a thicker coat, come on, how many know we have, maybe may need to be scarred or cracked <laughs> to it. I'm going to preach a little bit here. A seed with a thicker coat might be, might need to be scarred or cracked to ensure germination. Man, I tell you, that's that, come on. Hey, that's hey, a that, that's a pause and think moment right there. I, yeah, I get a a seed with a thicker coat. Come on, how many hard heads do we have? <clears throat> how many? St- <laughs> how many stubborn people do we have? Right. So you may need to be scarred or cracked. You're walking around with scars and cracks. You're wondering why you get keep getting hit over the head because you got a thick coat. You you, you got listen some seeds. Some seeds just get put in the ground and they begin to process. Some of them are a little thicker headed than others and they need to be scarred or cracked so that germination is, uh, is insured. Let me tell you something. That's me, right? Listen, I didn't get it the first few times. I had to repeat that grade again and again, right? I had to walk around the same mountain a couple of times. In addition, some embryos are not fully developed for germination, in that case, by the way, the seed needs to go through a waiting or curing period before it's ready. So but some of you, before you even got put into the ground, right? Because we weren't ready. We were, we were, we were, we were immature and it was premature. God had said, okay, this seed, if I put it in the ground, it's going to, it's going to die, right? I mean, it's going to go away. The sun's going to burn it like the parable, right? Or the bird's going to come and get it out of the ground. So I don't want to waste this seed. So I'm going to set it aside and I'm going to let it cure and go through a waiting period because it's not ready yet, right? But listen, I got another scripture for you. Isaiah 40, 31, but those who wait, come on, come on, waiters, upon the Lord or wait for the Lord or who expect or look for or hope in him will gain new strength and renew their power. They will lift up their wings. They will rise up close to God like eagles rising toward the sun. They will run and not become weary and they will walk and not grow tired. So I got news for you that just because God set you aside to cure you doesn't mean he forgot about you. It doesn't mean because he set you aside for a season and benched you for a little while doesn't mean he forgot about you or that he changed his mind about you. Some seeds must be exposed to complete darkness for germination to occur. So so we sometimes go through periods of darkness when life seems bleak and and hope is faded, right? Right. This has occurred in, in some of the greatest people in the word of God. I mean, let me just talk a little bit about Job. How about Joseph, right? David, David, we talked about him, right? I mean, but David went through all of these things. I mean, he went through not being invited as a son to, to by his father to a son party. He, you know, he was chased around by, by the king that he was going to replace, that God anointed him to replace at the right time with spears thrown at him. You know, he was, he was having to hide in caves. You know, he was, he went through it, but then see David, David knew that there was a period of darkness that, 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 you know, that, that was over him. And eventually, and he said in Psalms 23, the Lord's my shepherd. I have all I need. He lets me rest in green pastures. I mean, he went on through there. Job, I mean, we know what Job did, right? Job just served God. Job just loved God. He was a faithful man and the enemy appealed God 
for Job and said, if you just take your hedge of protection around him, well, guys, I'm not going to let you kill him, but you can take anything else. And you know the story. He lost everything systematically. And then Job ended up saying, though you slay me, yet will I trust you. How about Jacob? I mean, Jacob went, you know, he was, he was a dreamer. He had big dreams and big visions. He made his brothers jealous because he was daddy's favorite. He got a robe. You know, I mean, he, you know, he got, he got, he got special treatment. He got thrown into a pit. He got sold into slavery. He had a woman chasing him around, you know, who was, who was a married that, you know, and, and he got thrown into prison. He, you know, he, he got pulled out and then he became the the second in command. I mean, you got to understand there's some dark seasons that seeds have to go through. Proverbs, I'm almost done in a Man, we're almost done. <laughs> Proverbs 15, 23, a person has joy in giving an appropriate answer and a word at the right time. How good is it, right? I mean, at the right time. A word comes at the right time. At the right time. A word spoken in due season. Due. There's something about due season. At the appropriate time. In due course. In due time. In good time. When the time comes. I'm going to tell you, man, God, I believe right now we're in a position in a place in time where there's some, there's some, there's some, there's some, the ripeness coming in many people that are listening right now. I believe that the time is ripe for you. Galatians, I'm almost done. Galatians 6, 9. Let us not become weary and well-doing for in due season we will reap if we faint not. We have to speak life in over a fruitless season. We have to speak life over a fruitless season. Sometimes you have to speak life even when you can't see it. We talked about the Chinese bamboo tree. Any, any, even though you can't see it, the Bible tells us to call those things that are not as though they were. Sometimes you have to speak life even when you don't feel it. The Bible says we walk by faith, not by sight. So you walk by the faith, not how you feel or not what you see. Sometimes you have to speak life when you can't imagine the answer. The Bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So you have to, you have to speak life when you can't even imagine the answer. When I'm talking about speaking life, I'm not referring to some self-help mumbo jumbo. I'm talking about speaking life using God's word. When you speak life using his word, you're not speaking from your, your authority, but rather God's authority. You might be broke, but his word says he'll supply your needs, all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You may be sick, his word says, by his stripes you're healed. Your marriage might be broken. His word says what God has put together, let no man put asunder. Speak life. Change happens in the heart before it's proclaimed by our words. So, you know, we're talking about seed and, you know, one of the, one of the, um, I get this little thing of mustard seed right here because I want to, I want to, I want, God's reminding me, I bought this and, you know, he started putting them in, uh, <clears throat> on giving them to some of our team members, putting a little piece of tape over it, one seed and then taping it maybe on a desk or whatever they want to do with it. So it's just to tape there in front of them and remind them. And I want to, I want to, I know it's kind of weird, but, um, maybe we can, maybe we can, I don't know how we could put this in a little bag and then drop one in a, in an envelope. I think it's, it's an investment. If you want one of these, I mean, I just believe this could be simple. You can go buy a thing of these yourself, but you know what? This is, there's, there's power. And I believe in the word of God. And when we're, we come together, where two agree on earth is touching anything they ask, it will be done for them by our Father, which is in heaven. And I just would like to agree with you. Maybe you'd want one of these seeds just as a sign of saying, you know what? Something this small. Because the Bible says if you have a seed, if you have, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. You could say to the mountain, get up and go into the sea. So, so, I mean, understand that your vision, your vision may be big, but all you have is this. You know what I mean? All you have is this. 
and it hasn't been placed into the ground yet, or maybe it's in the ground, but, but you can't see any, anything above ground. And I want to challenge you, you know, that, 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 that God's the author and going back to Hebrews and I'm done. He's the author, but there's more to that scripture. He's also the finisher of your faith. And that that's Bible right there, folks. He's the author and he's the finisher of your faith. All right, I'm done. I'm gonna get off my soapbox. I'm gonna let you guys talk because it's almost over anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I had to preach a little that's bit. Great. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Who would want a mustard seed? I have no idea how we're gonna get them to you in, in the most uh, in the most. Uh, I'll, I'll 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 put them in an envelope and send them to you. So I don't care. But if you want one of these, my daggum Facebook page is freezing up. Sam talk. <laughs> what do you think, Sam? I mean, you know, speaking life, man, over a fruitless season. You ever been in a fruitless season? Of course. And it's hard to speak life because you're in, like you're in the moment of just mm-hmm. almost like a nightmare. So you have to, right? Kind of like calm down and just focus on the Lord and just try to stay calm. I remember my friend told me one day I was like having trouble with photography and editing a photo, and he told me calm down. Sorry rest and know that everything is just a process mm-hmm. and that just stuck with me knowing that everything is just a process and that you we just have to go through the process but go uh go with the process with the lord mm-hmm. so that's good stuff that's good stuff mike uh, i was gonna say um i obviously i'm gonna post a song of the day now but um i find a lot of i always find a lot of what gives me the strength to move through really tough seasons and music and um this song has always kind of brought me um, back to a point where I feel better, which is you make me brave. Mm. All my strength comes from the Lord. Um, I was telling you before, um, you know, obviously speaking life, we were talking a lot about ourselves today. And I was telling you before, a friend of mine was talking to me last night. Um, he's not a religious person in any way, shape or form. Um, his dad just had a heart attack two weeks ago. Um, his fiance was just exposed to COVID probably about a week ago. So they're kind of in quarantine. They don't, they've been tested, but they were told, you know, stay indoors, you know, stay home for the next 10 days. So he hasn't been able to go help his family. And then they had to rush his dad back to the hospital. um, I think two nights ago because they thought he was having another heart attack and he's just sitting in a very, very helpless spot right now. So this morning when you started talking about this, it just kind of gave me that thought, you know, I texted him. I said, listen, I know you're not a religious person, but I want you to understand I am praying for you. I know you're not a religious person and I'm not trying to do this to like push this on you or anything like that. You're in my thoughts and I'm here for you. And that to me is another way that if you see somebody struggling, I'm not saying pull them onto your boat. We talked about that before, but throw them a life raft every now and then. Heck yeah, man. So that was what I got out of today was, you know, that when you start talking about this morning, it literally, if you noticed, I looked down for a minute and I was literally just typing that out and text him. I said, listen, brother, I'm here for you. Tell me what you need. Absolutely. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go to the camera here and you know, this is what I'm going to end the day and we're going to use this camera for for right now. We're going to use it as a, as a, as a, as a just prayer and declaration cam. How about that? So I'm going to look in the camera and we're going to, we're going to speak life. I'm going to say, Hey, you know what? I believe that this is your season. I believe that there's some people that are coming into a ripe place. Amen. There's been a t- there's, some of you have been set aside for in a period of season of darkness. It's seemingly where, you know, that you're in a dark room. There's others that have been shelved. Some maybe have been benched. 
uh, you know, some of you, you know, have had, have had, you have more scars and cracks on you because, you know, you've just, you've just been this seed that has to be cracked over the head or, or beat. And, you know, and really you're at a place where maybe even you, you've stopped believing that it could happen. But I feel like that this season, there's a lot of people that are watching and listening right now on uh, our, our sources that are, that are in a ripe season. They're, you're in a due season. And Father, I just want to declare and agree with everyone watching right now, Father, that, 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 that those in a due season, in a ripe season, in a now season, Father, that they would grasp onto this word and understand that you are not only the author, we know you're the author, but you're the finisher. You don't leave jobs unfinished. You might put us on a shelf. We might put ourselves on a shelf. We might be in a dark place. We might seemingly be in a fruitless place. It may be a barren place. It may be a place where we don't know what's going on. But Father, if we just tap back into your word and your process, you'll finish it. And I just thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. We'll see we you. out.